Hello everyone and welcome to episode one. This is a podcast dedicated entirely to Keyforge news. Today's episode is brought to you by thekeyforge.com, your one-stop shop for any and all things Keyforge. We now have a Patreon. Like what you hear? We'd love for you to sponsor us. Patreon.com slash thekeyforge. I am your host, Nick. Let's get right into it. The official Keyforge crew recently released episode two of their Crucible cast, shedding some light on the Keyforge companion application as well as elaborating on organized play. The application's win-loss tracker will become usable alongside the introduction of their chain-bound events. Wins and losses at these events will be tracked on a per-deck basis by the event organizers. A casual play win-loss tracker has become available on the website, allowing players themselves to log their deck status during private games. The casual win-loss tracker is not yet available on the app side of things, but is expected to become available in the coming days. Chains were also discussed in greater detail, revealing that the deck handicaps will be issued only during official chain-bound events. As per the Crucible cast explanation, three wins will result in the addition of a single chain, while an unknown number of losses will shed a chain. It's currently unclear if the wins must be consecutive in order to receive a chain. Power Levels Alongside the win-loss counters and chains, decks will also be scored via a power level system. At the end of a chain-bound event, each deck is assigned a power level. The better a player does, the higher the deck's power level will be. These power levels are permanent and will not lower due to losses. The levels themselves are not additive, meaning the highest power level achieved at the event will remain the deck's power level. They do not stack. The Crucible cast also spent some time discussing the amber shards and keys that have been awarded to those that have registered decks on the app. Amber shards will be used to redeem exclusive prizes at official events. No specifics were given, but the prizes were teased as being very cool and exclusive. Keys, which are given to players after 18 amber shards are collected, will be used to grant access to special events. It's unknown whether these keys are a cost that will be removed from a player's account when redeemed or simply a barrier of entry. The app and website will also soon feature a store finder. Stores will be able to register and, if approved, list their upcoming Keyforge events. This database will be searchable by not only location, but also type of event, such as formats, cost, etc. A random hand generator will soon appear on the website when viewing an individual deck, as opposed to the three-card carousel that was featured up until recently. This will allow players to preview a potential hand draw. Hands will automatically regenerate on each page refresh. On to organized play. Events will be broken up into several categories. The lowest official level will be seasonal. These take place at store level and are fairly casual with a low barrier of entry. Store championships will take place once per set, the first of which we'll see will be the Call of the Archon store championship. Amber shards will be used as prices, among other things, uh, during such events. Following the store championships will be the Regional Maverick Championship. Not much was explained, but it's known that these larger events will award larger prizes and more amber shards. National events and world championships will also take place at some point, though no information was provided at the time of the Crucible cast show. Special Vault Tours will also be hosted during various events, offering prizes exclusive to the event, some of which are in limited quantities. In other news, KeyForgeCompendium.com has revealed a new website design. The new front end is more user-friendly and functions significantly better on mobile. The site also introduced a variety of new features, most importantly of which is the enhanced deck analysis. Players can now import decks into the system and receive an in-depth analysis of the deck's contents. Cards are sorted into various categories, such as Amber Gainers, Amber Thieves, Key Manipulators, etc. And these lists also display card power levels, Amber Gains, so on and so forth. 
Keyforge Compendium also now offers an in-depth frequently asked questions section, allowing players quick and easy access to card-specific rulings. A deck-specific frequently asked questions section is also available. Players can click the new FAQ button on the deck view page to be brought to a master list of all questions and answers pertaining to any cards in their deck. Last but not least, deck flagging is now live on the Crucible. Decks that have been imported into the Crucible system too many times are now flagged as invalid and will appear as such before starting a game. Owners of these decks will be asked to manually verify ownership before the invalidation will be lifted. This feature was implemented in an attempt to curb the increasing trend of net decking, the act of using someone else's powerful deck as your own. That's all the news for today's episode. Be sure to follow us on thekeyforge.com or check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com thekeyforge. If you like what you hear and want more of it, please feel free to sponsor us on patreon.com, patreon.com thekeyforge. Until next time, I'm your host, Nick. Have a good night.